Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our daily Yibud of Mesil Sharm. We're up to day 32 today, going right there in the sixth chapter of Mesil Sharm with the Midah of Zrizus, of Alacrity. Yesterday, we, we discussed a number of different sources in Shlomo HaMelech's lesson he learned uh, and Mahalach when it comes to laziness and how destructive laziness is and can be and how even if you're not doing anything, still the destruction comes, even though you're not actively destroying things. And back to today, we're going to elaborate further on how Atlas, how laziness prevents us from succeeding in our Vodas Hashem. Vine. We see all the time. Someone can know in their heart exactly what their obligation is. And know what the truth is to what he needs to save his soul. And what Hashem wants of him, he can his greater wants. Yafapikain can be clear in his head and his heart, but still, Yanichayu, he can leave it undone, neglected. Velo miches to runakara sechava. Not because he doesn't understand it. No, he fully understands it. Velo mishlushim tamachar. No, for no other reason. Elo elo mepneishik vedus ho atzla miskaveres alav. The weight of laziness overcomes him. Darayu omer, and therefore he'll say to himself, Ochokema. Oh, I, I know, I, I really need to go learn. I have a Seder, or um, I need to go catch Mincha, I need to go Davin, or I, I have the Shir that, I, that, I, that, that, that's in my shul that I really want to go listen to. But you know, first, let me sit and eat a little bit. Oh, Ishan, come at me, I'll take a little nap. It'll give me more energy for the Shir. Oh, Kashal, let's say Snebisi, it's too hard to leave my house. I already took off my coat, I'm going to put it back on. It's so hot outside. It's so cold, raining outside, all the excuses. All the excuses and the reasons and justifications that a lazy person is not this filled with. Meanwhile, you're, you're, you're spending your time in this house and the Torah is being left unlearned. And your davening, your introspection, you're working on yourself is being neglected. And man essentially abandons the Rabbana Shalom. Humash Shalomu Omer, this is what Shalom says in Kohalas. Through laziness, the ceiling sags, and through idleness of the hands, the house leaks. Which again, the, this is a, a very appropriate muscle that he's giving, because if you think about any sort of property like a house, if you don't actively destroy the house, you can just let it sit, even so, eventually the roof is going to sag, the floors are going to start creaking, there's going to be leaks, wear and tear, it just, it just that's how life goes. If it's passive, it doesn't just stay put. It's going to be destructive in your house. And certainly is true with ourselves and our Vod Hashem and our spiritual makeup and strength. If you're lazy about it and are just passive, the Yitzhar will continue to etch away. And and uh, next thing we know, we'll find ourselves very far from Hashem. If you ask and confront the, the lazy person, you say, you know, maybe the laziness, laziness thing, you maybe maybe you shouldn't sleep a little bit before you go to the share. Maybe you're going to sleep through the share. Or maybe you should push yourself and, and go to the share. Like, why, why, are you, why are you operating this way? He's going to give you all these explanations from Chazal. And he'll quote Sukkim, and he'll give you all logical arguments. To say, no, it's good for me. I need to take it easy. I need to be comfortable. When he doesn't realize that all these bonus and these justifications and excuses he has is not coming from good, healthy judgment. Elamim Makar Atsluso, Haim Novim. 
Rather, it's coming from his laziness. Which is overpowering him, strengthening over him constantly. Because of that, it sways his judgment and his mind to end up believing these these justifications. To the point where he won't even listen to what Chacham tell him uh, to live his life properly. This is why Shlomo cried out and said, The lazy one is wiser in his own eyes than seven who answer sensibly. Because someone, someone, his laziness doesn't even allow him to consider the words of Musa that he's hearing from other people, and um, you know, maybe I should actually listen. Maybe they, maybe they make sense. Maybe they're valid. Al call the He thinks that everyone that challenges his way are they're the ones that are misguided and they're being foolish. He himself is the wise one. Wow. Perception is everything. The person, if they if they they're stuck in their own way and they're stuck in their lazy way, then the greatest sage, the greatest chacham, the greatest rab with the most sincere intent can come to him and give him very logical explanations of why maybe he should he should reconsider his ways. And he'll say, no, this guy's crazy. I'm, I'm, I know what's going on. This person's the crazy one. It's important to note here that that doesn't mean that there isn't room to take a nap and actually say, you know what, maybe I will lead a little bit. The laziness can lead to terrible things, 100%. And everyone knows, you need to know where you're holding. Sometimes I find myself, you know what? If I quickly run and, you know, take a little snack or get myself a coffee before the sheer, it's kind of a schmuck. Yeah, maybe I could run to the, straight to the shear, but I will get a more of a schmuck. It'll put me in a better place. It's important to feel good. I've discussed this in the past. It's important to to feel good, to be in a good state of mind, to be to be happy. And when we're happy and we feel good, we are more receptive. We are more able to dive in better, to learn better, to, to hear words of, of Musar, words of, of Hasidus, of Timius, of Avoda. We are able to do that. So to the, the Mishnah is not telling me here there is no room to relax and to eat a little bit and to to sleep a little bit, take a nap in the middle of the day. There, there's plenty of room for these things as long it is as as it's for your ultimate goal to serve Hashem in, in the best way possible. But if it's just like oh, I'm, I'm, you have to be honest with yourself, and this is why it's so important to have a rav. Is it coming from a laziness that I'm that I'm doing these things or being lax in my avoda, or is it coming from a pure place of like, listen, I know myself, I know what I'm holding, I need a little, I need a little snack right now, I need a little nap right now. Um, there is no absolute ironclad rule, like no napping, no eating, no sleeping, just run to sheer, run to daven. If you're doing anything other than that, then you're, you're, you're off the path and you're being lazy. No, 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 no. He's talking about a lazy person. We're talking about someone who's doing this purely from their laziness. And, and it's, it's an avoidance of the effort an avoidance of confronting their avoda that's causing them not to do these things. And that's why it's important to, to be honest with ourselves and honest with others. Good chaverim, good rabbanim, who can guide us in the right way. So we can differentiate between, okay, is this coming from a bad place of laziness? Or is it coming from a place of, you know, I'm just not there yet. I, I need, I need, a, I need to sleep a little bit longer. I need to take a little nap. I need to get a, take a snack. And that's perfectly fine. As long as it's in the realm of, uh, of our avodah Hashem. And the last thing I would say here is, is also this idea of, um, of someone that can mamish believe it with their full heart and still they won't, they won't follow the life that they're, that they know they should be living and it's because of justification of laziness or any other reason. I heard a Misa once, there's a, a, an atheist, a professor, um, that confronted one of his religious Jewish students and he told him, he said, you know, you say you're, you're a believer, you're not really a believer, you're not. I'll prove it to you. Because if you really believed that there is a God who created all this world 
and is constantly recreating the world and, and cares about what's going on in this world and cares about everything that's building you do and tells you this whole rule book of do these things, don't do these things. And he actually cares and focuses and keeps an accounting of all this stuff. And there's a, a, a world to come and there's a Gehenna and there's a purification process and the scar and notice you would never sin. You would never even think of doing the wrong thing, going against God. You would be walking on a tightrope and doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing because you mamish believe and know that there's a God up there that's watching everything you do. So the seer responded to him. He said, yeah, you're totally wrong. That's not a steer. I can know with absolute certainty or as to whatever extent that I can know that there is a God that he cares about what I do, but we're human beings. The default position of man is laziness, is humorous. We're a physical, we, are, we came from the dirt. We're going to go, we're going to go back to the dirt when we die, our goof. And our goof is our main mode of operation, our, mo our operating vehicle in this world. So of course we're going to be drawn to sluggishness. Of course we're going to be drawn to laziness. That's not a contradiction to me believing. Of course I believe. And God knows that I'm a human being. He made me this way. He made me a He made me a physical being. He made me with all these taivas. And my job is to fight against and to work. And how have I, over time, be better and control myself more and, and be less inclined to fall and do that wrong thing? But it's not a steer. It's not, it's not, oh, you must not believe because you're doing the wrong thing. No, like we see here, there are not just laziness. There are many different midos, different parts of our personality of the world we live in that even though we can know with as much clarity as we can and see and clearly believe that the Abishter fears the belt and he sees everything we do and he cares about what we do. And yet we still, we're drawn to things. We fall and that's life. The only way through, or what is Hashem, is, is to, is to, when we fall, we just get up again. And that's life and that's part of the process. Baruch Hashem. It's important to know that and not get down on ourselves when we fall and to constantly pick, pick ourselves, up, ourselves up again, not judge ourselves when we find ourselves, you know, wanting to eat a little snack, take a little nap. But at the same time, realize with honest with ourselves, honest with our rebellion, and make sure that we're getting the proper guidance to know when we're doing things out of laziness, we're doing things hopefully out of our Avodah Hashem. And we should be Zoha to continuously elevate our Avodah Hashem so that everything we do should fall within the framework. And even even though I'm doing it, even though the reason is because I just enjoy it, but I want to ultimately do it for the good reasons, from the Lishma will come the Lishma, and that's also within our Avodah Hashem. Lechaim didn't have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.